Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Inside Wrestling for September 21st, 2017. I'm your host, Nate. This is a look at the WWE 2017 No Mercy pay-per-view plus other wrestling news. I got Justin on board. What's up? What's going on? Before we get to uh, No Mercy, let me get your thoughts on Monday Night Death and uh, Tuesday Night SmackDown. Did you see the pictures of the SmackDown crowd? Holy shit, man. They had like half the arena full. It was ridiculous. Their attendance is getting bad. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. Um, I I thought, I mean, Raw, I can't even really remember. I mean, it was cool <laughs> watching watching Enzo get dragged down to the fucking ring. <laughs> like, that knocked out. You saw that, right? Yeah, and, I saw uh, I watched the clip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, nerd. Yeah. I kind of like the tag team turmoil thing that's going on with them. I mean, those are some good tag teams there. Yeah, it went long, too. It was like 21 minutes or something. A long match. Yeah. So I, de- I definitely was liking it. It's actually kind of giving the club a little push, you know, going in the ring with them guys. And it's kind of like making the club kind of tweeners, too. Yeah. You know, because I-, I was reading this thing online about all these people that are probably going to go face eventually and sometime within the next year, and they were on the list. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know, but whatever. I, I don't know if anything happened with Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. I don't remember. Uh, um, the, the, the Roman Reigns, actually, his promo wasn't that bad talking shit about Cena. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't that bad. I can't bad. believe Bray Wyatt won another match. My God, he's got to slow down. He's doing better than his divorce. Who did, he, who did he go against? I don't know. It was like a three-minute match. I don't remember. Oh, Goldust. I think it was Goldust he beat. Or oh, yeah. Justin Actually, Ronald. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I kind of yeah. liked that. I kind of liked him coming out without the face paint, you know, because yeah. he's, coming, he's coming to the end of his career, and I think he's going to – he wants to go out on his terms, and I know that, you know, his dad really didn't like the idea of Goldust. No. Because he said that in the, one of them uh, – what is it, the round table or something? Is that what that show was? Yeah. You know, and um, so I mean, it, it's cool. You know, he's gonna retire soon, so whatever. But uh, SmackDown, uh, Corbin might as well just dig his own grave. Yeah, now. And just jump in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that 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 ship sailed. He's going wrong. He's going to die. Yeah. Uh, the Orton thing with Rusev, garbage. I don't yeah. even. I don't even get it. Yeah, Rusev won a match in ten seconds. I'm like, what? Not only that, but how did he, how did he beat Rusev in ten seconds, and then he goes like twelve minutes with eight in English. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Rusev comes down and starts the bell, and then he wins. And then they show Rusev backstage like all pumped. There's got to be more to it. They're probably gonna put him in a cell. Or something. I don't 
Someone and, was talking about it, Hell in a Cell. Speaking of Hell in a Cell, they said the Usos to be fighting in a Hell in a Cell tag match. I think it'd be a good idea. The Usos versus the New Day? Yeah, or something. Yeah, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. yeah. I saw that online. Um, what, what was the... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They'll probably put Rusev in... Uh, I mean, like I said, and we've talked about it before, if it's Hell in a Cell, I think that... You know, every match should be a Hell in a Cell match. Just keep yeah. the fucking cell down. And if you're going to have cool spots where, like, the the walls are going to break down, save it for the last match. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, it was cool to see Charlotte come back. You know, Rick's yeah. doing good and everything. And, I mean, I kind of figured she was going to win. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, SmackDown was way better than Raw, but it usually is. Yeah, what are your thoughts about the uh, whole Bobby Heenan situation, not giving them a 10-bell 10, a 10 salute, you know, basically? You think they should have did that on Monday? They they haven't done that in a long time, to be no, honest. No, like going hard or something, yeah. I, I, think that, I mean, I remember, I remember they did no. it with, with Yokozuna because I was no. at that, that Monday Night Raw. Um, but I mean, in a long time, they haven't, I mean, I'm glad they did it. You know, they were showing the tweets from everybody. They were did, you know, interviews and, you know, look back on his career, but they should have done the, I mean, anytime someone passes, it has been big in the business. Yep. They should do something about it. I mean, a lot of these people that are watching wrestling now don't know about Bobby Heenan, like me, you, Chris and John and stuff, you know, but Still, I mean, he he changed wrestling. He was one of the greatest managers of all time. I really don't know much about his wrestling career. I heard he was pretty good, but I, I don't know much about it. Yeah. He had but, a few uh, matches. I remember in AWA and stuff. I remember when he was coming he, up. He, he yeah, his, his managing was great. Did, he, Andre the Giant. Didn't he manage Mr. Perfect? Mr. Perfect, Big John Stud. Yeah, a lot of guys. Rick Rude. Did he you do know. a tag team too? Oh, the Brainbusters. Yeah, Arnie Anderson and um, Polly Blanchard. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's had a huge impact, and he was one of the greatest announcers, greatest heel announcers. I remember Caesar's Palace WrestleMania. Was that eight or nine? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm just thinking about the one in the Royal Rumble '92, or that whole thing with Ric Flair. It was just funny listening to him and yeah. shit. I remember the Caesar's Palace one where he's coming out dressed like oh, a... Oh, Caesar's Palace, a, yeah, WrestleMania 9. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he like, said. Yeah, he's like Palace. riding the camel backwards. You know, yeah. Like, coming down. He was, he was great. He was that heel, you know, commentator. It was like him, Jesse Venturo, they, they were like the good heel announcers for a while. Yeah. You know, back then. Anytime so. a heel... Did like a tactic. He said, "Oh, my monitor went out, or I didn't see it, or something." To be honest, I think it was on that panel at that Caesar's Palace WrestleMania. I think the announcers were Heenan, Lawler, Macho Man, and Vince. To be honest, no, Jim I Ross. think Jim Ross debuted. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, it was Jim Ross, Macho Man, and Heenan. Yeah. Lawler, are you sure? I I kind of remember Lawler coming down to the ring. I don't know. Um, Maybe for a match, I'm not sure. But I know Jim Ross was there and he and Macho Man. Oh, you know what? Maybe I think Macho Man was just doing interviews. I don't think he was commentating the matches. I I mean, I just remember Ross was there. Because I was like, like, holy shit, Jim Ross is with WWF. I'm like, wow. Yeah. 
that was cool. But uh, yeah, anyways, all right. Um, so that's basically it. Yeah, SmackDown. The ratings they they they, t- they took a little dip, but nothing new. Expecting uh, especially when not Vince McMahon's not there. So anything will how how were um, Raw's uh, you know views because of I Monday Night Football? I couldn't find it. I was looking for the ratings. I, I don't really I don't really don't give a shit. It's probably it's the same shit. It probably dropped. You know, you're you're going with Monday Night Football. Forget about it. They're just taking a shit. You know. I don't even remember the. I don't even remember what game was on on Monday night. Yeah, it doesn't honest. matter. You you can have fucking Tunkus Community College against Plainville High. They'll, they'll be <laughs> raw. <laughs> fucking ratings. But uh, anyways, let's get let's get to No Mercy. While I'm doing uh, the the No Mercy preview, if you get a chance, try to find like a list or something and send it to my Facebook, and uh, I'll, we'll do it on the show. I saw one earlier. Like, All right, yeah, see if you can find while we're doing the show. And um, let me see. Uh, let's get to the No Mercy show. Uh, no Mercy takes place in Los Angeles, California at the Staples Center. Um, oh, yeah, uh, before we get to that, uh, what were your thoughts on the whole Strowman-Lesnar uh, thing on Raw? I, I think they should have had an attack on Heyman, and then Heyman shows up on Sunday to turn on Lesnar. I thought that could have been some plan they're going to go if they're going to give Strowman a title, but... I guess they're not going to do that, but I think that would have been a good idea to lay out Heyman on Monday, but they didn't go that idea. I guess Dewey wasn't listening to the show. I don't know what they're, what they're doing. I mean, you should always have some kind of good, you know, crazy, some something happen before the pay-per-view. I mean, something, but also safe at the same time, so that way yeah. no injuries. They want to take a well, chance. I mean, that's what they did with Cena and Roman Reigns, you know what I mean? And shit like that. So I, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. What is up? Yeah. What What is up with fucking Cena's hair? What is he, like, trying out for Frankenstein? What's up with his fucking hair? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't care. I it's just so fucking I weird. I hope, colors I hope it too, fucking, I think. To be, to, be honest, to be honest, I hope fucking Reigns beats him. <laughs> Yeah, and I hope so. I him for a while, even though I don't yeah. like Ray. Well, I hope you he reunites with Rollins and Ambrose on Sunday. Get that will save back. his career. That will definitely save his career. Yeah, well, get him over. Anyways, yeah. let's break it down. Let's break out No Mercy. It's in Los Angeles. Uh, we'll start off with the top match. Basically, Brock Lesnar, the champion, universal champion, with Paul Heyman against Braun Strowman. We had Strowman basically clicking the shit, owning Lesnar for for two confrontations, that little face-to-face thing. On Monday, I thought that was kind of good. Um, I'm kind of worried that basically WWE is going to let Lesnar win and disappear for TV for four months while he goes off to the UFC. It's not a benefit to the WWE other than promoting their champion on UFC. Um, I think they should do a Heyman heel turn and have Strowman win the title and then go from there. Lesnar can win the title back at Royal Rumble and then go down for WrestleMania. Um, I guess there's some talk that they want to do Lesnar-Reigns-Undertaker match at WrestleMania next year. We'll see where they go with that. But what are your thoughts on the whole Lesnar-Strowman situation for uh, Sunday? I don't know. I I think that we've talked about it for a while uh, Heyman, it would be a perfect heel turn for Heyman. Well, I mean, he is technically a heel, but him turning on Lesnar would—I mean, he's done it once before. I don't yep. think anyone's really expecting it. 
No. But I wouldn't mind seeing, like we said, uh, him turn and then maybe form some kind of faction. What if he took, like, the the Wyatts? You know, Heyman had Strowman, Bray, and Harper and Rowan or something. You know, something crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with everything. Make a new version of the Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> I wouldn't even mind him taking Sanity. There you go. You know, like do something, do something different with him. Um, Lesnar's yeah. gonna go over is my is my thing unless someone someone gets involved possibly somehow i i i don't know what the rumors are i guess there's a there's there's talk it's gonna be a controversial finish where lesnar wins and strowman loses so i don't know like what Heyman fucking holds his leg he gets counted out or some shit I, i don't fucking know it's gonna be something stupid um it could be like a double no finish maybe they brawl outside and there's a double count out or no contest or something. You know, I don't know. But I guess there's going to be some kind of finish where Strowman still looks strong, but he doesn't win the title and let her retain. I'm just, so. I'm, just, I'm just wondering where they're going to go after it with Strowman. Is he going to be like, I want Lesnar, and then Lesnar's not going to be on TV for two months. So what is he going to do, just beat people up? Yeah, you know, the title's not going to be on TV. Yeah, you can't um, do that all the time. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the only thing I can go for, if they don't want to really give it to Strowman, have like a match, have him beaten so bad that Lesnar gets quote-unquote injured or they take the title off of him and they do some kind of like tournament on Raw and then we go from there. And then Strowman can win the title that way and then Lesnar can come back and fight him in January. I mean, maybe they do something like that. I would take just, the title I off him. So it doesn't make Lesnar I'm, look too weak. So. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing, instead of a fucking triple threat, I wouldn't mind seeing just a Strowman Undertaker at Mania. Yeah. To be honest Maybe, with maybe his dad will be in his corner, Ogre. Ogre. <laughs> Could you imagine if he, like, was the guest referee? Or he, <laughs> I don't even know. That, he looks just like him. It's so fucked up. They keep no, he'll be backstage movies. doing an interview, and uh, uh, Strowman will be doing the interview, and his dad, Ogre's taking a piss at the urinal. Remember, Revenge of the Nerds 2, he's taking a piss for like two minutes. <laughs> it was like forever, <laughs> yeah. And, and then he's like, stop. <laughs> he'd like, stop, and then he'd start going again. Yeah, like, nerds. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the next match. Uh, John Cena versus Roman Reigns singles match. Um, battle on the mic. Basically, Cena just burying Roman Reigns on the mic. The only way Reigns was really getting over is, you know, calling him a pussy and ass and shit and all that crap. So, um, I really don't care about this match. I just hope, really, Rollins and Ambrose play a part and take out Cena. Reigns wins. And then, there we go. Cena goes films his movie. And then, um, you got the Shield reunion and all that hot garbage. So, that's what I'm going with. I think the band's joining together on Sunday. They should have. Any thoughts? They should have. Yeah, they they should have done what we we said with um. What was it? The last pay per view they did. They should have. If Rollins and Ambrose won the title, they should have helped Reigns beat Lesnar for the title. Yeah. And then have a faction with all the titles like Evolution did. Yeah, yeah. You know that would have been perfect, but. 
Yeah, I'd like to see them get back together. It's the only way. If, if Vince is so, you know, key on Reigns being, uh, you know, a face or to go over, that's, like I said, that is the only way to save him. Yeah. Uh, next match, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, the champions, versus Cesaro and Sheamus, tag team title for a tag team championship. Um, I think Rollins and Ambrose are going to retain because I think you got to keep those guys strong, especially if they're going to help Roman Reigns later on in the night. So I'll have them, but I think it'll be a good match. Uh, these guys have been working good together. Um, I wonder if the club might show up and then maybe you know wreak some havoc after the match to maybe set up Ambrose Rollins against the club later on. So we'll just see where they go with that. Any thoughts on the tag titles? I, I like where it's at right now. I I think, you know, Ambrose and Rollins are working well together. Um, like I, I said before, the club, you know, they're kind of like tweeners. They're they're getting over, though. And um, I, I just think that when the – when you get the shake-up or whatever the fuck you want to yeah, call yeah. it, um, one of them teams will go over to SmackDown. It, it yeah. all depends if they team, you know, the the Shield gets back together. You probably have Sheamus and Cesaro go over to SmackDown. Yep. That's, that's what I'm saying. And it also, you always got to depend on who's going to, you know, come up from from NXT. But, they, I mean, they already broke up American Alpha. They break these teams up. So, basically, we're just getting a bunch of makeshift tag teams. Yeah, you know, I'd like to see Harper and Rowan come back, but yeah, I think I, I think Rollins, Rollins and uh, Ambrose will hold on to the titles, and you know, keep them going strong and and protect them. Yeah, um, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah, see, that'd be interesting. He, you keep Bray Wyatt on his win streak. That'd be huge. Bray Wyatt against a Strowman. Strowman wins the title. I think it'd be yeah. interesting. No, I'm just saying that's. A, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's the one thing that bothers me since the shakeup is that Strowman was part of the Wyatt family, and they have not even bumped into each other since he's gotten there. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no nothing. It, it's just it's weird. I don't know. Um. Neville, the champion, versus Enzo Amore, <laughs> Cruiserweight oh, Championship, man. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> Neville's yeah. going to retain. This fucking guy ain't winning. Enzo, um, a boring, ain't going to win. <laughs> so, who gives a fuck about this match? Next match we have is the Battle of Four Asses against the Goodyear Blimp. We got Alexa Bliss, champion. There's Sasha Banks. Versus Bailey, versus Nia Jax, versus Emma. Fatal five-way match for a women's Raw championship. Um, what I would no, do... What I would do is first get this out of the way. Get this Bailey win and Sasha heel turn, but they ain't going to go that way. I think they're going to have Nia win the title, and then we all know who's waiting for her coming up, Asuka. So I think that's the way WWE's going to book it. But I would first start the Bailey thing and then get the heel turn of Sasha Banks on her. But we'll see where they go with it. 
But it should be a decent match. We'll see if they give them time. Hopefully, I mean, it's only seven matches on the card, so they should at least get 10, 12 minutes on uh, Sunday. So, and yeah, I'd like, a women's match. I'd like to see, I mean, I'm so sick of the hot potato thing. I'd like to, I really thought when I saw Bailey come down that she was just going to beat the shit out of Sasha. I was yeah. hoping you got that right there and then, but especially because when they hug, she was in position for the belly to Bailey, Bailey to belly or whatever. Like yeah, had yeah. it just like how she does it. And I was like, Oh shit. And it was in her hometown hometown too, so they wouldn't even boot her if you went heel too. Maybe that's why they didn't yeah. do it, you know? It was in her hometown. Well, you know? either way, I I I don't know what they're gonna I think basically all you know, four it's a five way match, right? Five Yeah, five women. way, yep. I think the four of them are just going to beat the hell out of Nia Jax as much as they can, and then you're going to get some kind of messed up finish. Almost, almost kind of like it was on uh, SmackDown, you know, with Charlotte coming into the ring after everyone else is, get, gets their ass beat. And so I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. But I, I'd like to see if they do, if Nia doesn't win, I'd like to see Sasha win and Bailey do the heel turn. That That's, my prediction, that's what I'd like to see. It would turn things up. But, yeah, Asuka, too. But they said she wasn't going to be there for a few weeks. So I, I don't know if they're if she's going to come that quick. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. I would just play her music or something. Yeah. Um, I got a pro wrestling thing here. Top ten list. So I knew that. I'll play this later. Hopefully it's got the whole list, because if not, I'm going to go back. But anyways, um, let me see. Last match, The Miz, champion, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas versus Jason Jordan, singles match for Intercontinental Champion. What a way to make an IC title match on the go-home show on Raw. Um, I was telling Chris Earl, you know what would have been a good idea? Have Curtis Axel win the match. I think that would have been good. Give this guy a push, too. So really, you, you know, you're pushing two guys. You got Jordan and you got Axel being pushed. Uh, I thought that would be kind of interesting. Axel and Miz going at it, you know. So, but yep. no, they went with Jason Jordan. So Jordan versus the Miz. Um, I don't think Jordan's getting the title, but uh, we might see a darker side of Jordan if he doesn't win the title. Maybe almost kind of like a heel thing. Uh, we'll just see where they go with it. So, what are your thoughts on the Miz versus uh, Jason Jordan? It, he's just another champion that doesn't wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting old. It's getting boring. Lesnar doesn't wrestle. Fucking Jinder Mahal, he doesn't wrestle. At least with, like, the tag titles and, you know, United States Championship, they're they're always on the line. Even the women's championships are on the line. I It, it bothers me that they don't have these guys – not even it doesn't even have to be putting up the title, but just wrestle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I I'd like to see the dark dark side of darker side of Jordan. I agree with you. I think that's going to happen. Like a frustrated side. Yeah. Side of him. And uh, yeah, Hart will like that. Bret Hart. Yeah. And I I I think the Miz will still go over. Yeah. So anyways, we'll see what happens. I'm not going to watch No Mercy. I'll be at Foxwoods. Um. If I I'm get to watch it, read, read the results. So yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you know when I talk to you. I'm not going to watch it till after the Redskins game, so I'm probably not going to start it till like uh, eleven thirty or twelve. 
Yeah. So I won't know. Yeah, so I'm, not gonna watch it. I'm just going to go on PW Tours and find out who won and shit. And that's you, you, yeah, if you hear or, or know anything, don't just don't message. No, no I'm not going to send you no message. No, I'm yeah. not bothered about it. Yeah. So, anyways, so I, found a, I found a top ten list here. I'll go back and find some other ones. There's a couple of them. Uh, they had a top ten wrestling, uh, pro wrestling tag teams of all time. This was from Nick Roberto of TheBleacherReport.com. Basically, from uh, 15 to 11, he had the Von Erichs. Uh, number 14, had Christian and Edge. Uh, number 13, Harlem Heat. 12 was New Age Outlaws, and 11 was Demolition. So here we go. Number 10 he had on the list were Rock and Sock Connection. They won three tag titles. I didn't even know that, but anyway, they won three tag titles. So there we go. Uh, they said they performed They performed well together, put all some of the great edge-of-your-seat moments, and they did have the highest-rated segment of all time. It was Rock, This Is Your Life ever on pro wrestling. I think it was almost like 9 million viewers. Watched it, so there we go. That was Rock and Sock Connection at number ten. Uh, any thoughts on the Rock and Sock Connection from back in the day? I, I enjoyed it back in the day. That was the attitude era where we needed that kind of stuff. I, I thought it was great. I just don't know if they'd be ranked number ten over some of them other people. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, didn't and didn't Stone Cold win a tag title with Foley too? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, so either way, yeah, the Rock and Sock connection was over. It, it was fun to watch. It was yeah. like one of those things you want to tune into, just so you could see like what's going to happen. Just like Stone Cold, you know, you always wanted to know what he was going to do when he was him and the McMahon thing was going on. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. I just think probably New Age Outlaws should be ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, number nine, they had Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Basically, the story of Shawn Michaels basically was home one weekend when he saw Kevin Nash, known as Vinny Vegas, on a WCW Saturday night. Nash had Shawn uh, laughing out loud. He immediately asked a friend and a WWE co-worker, John Laronitis, if he knew anything about the big guy. Turned out John knew Cash, uh, Nash personally called him on the phone. He Nash got his release, uh, headed to WWF or WWE as HBK's bodyguard Diesel. Diesel Michaels became the best man, little man tag team in history with their double team repertoire was endless. They won two tag titles, and they were at the number nine position. Um, yeah, no issue with that. Yeah, they they were great to, together, and uh, Michaels had a good match with Diesel on his way out to WCW. Um, I always watch that match on In Your House, uh, Good Friends, Better Enemies, or whatever it was called, but... Uh, Anyways, I thought that was good. So, yeah, number nine, Michaels and Diesel. I have no complaints about that. Uh, definitely probably a top ten uh, tag team. Working great. You got the power of Diesel and athletic moves of Shawn Michaels. It makes, you know, a good pairing for, you know, for a tag team. Well, any thoughts on Michaels and Diesel? Yeah, they were a good team. I just don't remember much of them. You yeah. know, I, I don't remember what years those were, but. Um, oh, it was right before, it was like 96, like 94, right? 95, and 94, 95. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they, they, yeah, they had some classic matches against each other. I, I remember those more than I remember, um, the tag team. Yeah. Tag. I remember, I like, your tag team work. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fine. Uh, yeah. Number eight, we have the Steiner brothers. They won 14 tag titles, basically. They were the tag team of... 1990 and 93, 91 five-star match with Sting and uh, Brian Pillman. 
versus Ric Flair, Larry Zabisco, Barry Windham, and Sid Vicious. Match of the year, 91. Uh, Hiroshi Haas and Kensuka Sasaki at the WCW New Japan Pro Wrestling Super Show. Uh, 14 recognized titles during their 19 years. Uh, they, yeah, definitely um, enjoyed their work in WWF. Uh, freaking Scott Steiner doing the Frankensteiner. Always thought that was really impressive for a guy like his size. And then he just fucking blew up being Big Papa Pump later on. Uh, definitely be mentioned in the top ten with their 14 titles. So we have the Steiner Brothers at number eight. Any thoughts on the Steiner Brothers? I I love them. Back when they would come come down with the fucking Scott had the mullet. They would wear their Michigan <laughs> jackets yep. and everything. Um, yeah, they they were great, and I agree with you 100. percent I've always said that Scott with the Frankensteiner, it, it was impressive. You you would never think Scott, even though he wasn't like he his body didn't look like Big Papa Pump, he was still like the same size. He just wasn't all cut up. Like yeah, that. he was always a big guy, and yeah, yeah he, he he did some crazy ass shit in the ring. I mean, sometimes it looked like he almost broke his neck when he flipped backwards, but he he did it. So here's I mean, a shocker. Was... I didn't even know this. The Rockers are number seven. They won six tag titles. I don't remember winning that many fucking titles. It must have been like short title reigns, or they lost them at house shows and shit. Because I don't really uh, remember ever winning really tag titles, or a lot of them. But uh, anyways, uh, they say their iconic breakup on the barbershop launched the career of the greatest in-ring uh, entertainer of all time, Shawn Michaels. And still to my day, one of my favorite breakups of all time. And Bobby Heenan had the classic line in that thing, what a coward Janae tried to dive through the window. <laughs> so, uh, I always... But, uh, I always- I always thought that he got super kicked through the window, but he got super yeah. kicked and thrown through the window. Yeah, super kicked and then yeah. got thrown. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always thought it was a super kick right through. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and you know what would have been really good too? If like Janetti tried to escape and he went around the back towards the glass, and then fucking Shawn Michaels super kicked the glass and hit Janetti. That'd be a cool effect too. Yeah, then you have fucking like yeah. You have glass and the in his fucking jugular. And, yeah, and jug. well, it can't be glass anyways. Yeah, it's not real glass. I but know. Still, yeah, but anyways, uh, anyways, what are your thoughts on the the Rockers uh, back in the day? I know the breakup was great. I used to, I I used to like them. I mean, they were they were that. I I guess kind of that tag team to put other people over almost. And then they started building momentum. People were starting to like them. They, I'm trying to like compare them to someone like, just like one of them teams that are talented, but you, you know what I mean? Like They're almost kind of like the early version of the young bucks. I would think, you know, you even know. like even the Hardy boys when they first Hardy came boys. in. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? They were like that team that would put on a good match but people would go over and then people yeah. started liking them so that that's pretty much i mean i remember the like jeff hardy wrestling singles matches back when he was only 18 years old you know like yeah um, yeah yeah definitely sunday yeah. night it was, cra- so, so. it was crazy i was watching fucking razor ramon against jeff hardy i'm like holy shit that's jeff hardy he was like must have been like 18 
But uh, anyways, uh, the Hart Foundation, number six, they won two tag team titles. Um, I always liked them as a group. I always thought they worked together. They had cool finishing maneuver uh, back in the day. Um, Jimmy Hart managing them and shit like that. I thought that was kind of cool. So, yeah, I was a fan of the Hart Foundation back in the day. Uh, any thoughts on the Hart Foundation? Yeah, they they were they were one of them teams in the same era with the Rockers pretty much. They they uh th- I think they were probably like the tag team favorite back then. You know what I mean? They I can't really think it back I I think it was like Demolition, the Bushwhackers, the Rockers, the British Bulldogs, the Legion of Doom. Those were you know the, the main tag teams, but I, I, I'm I was fine with the Hart Foundation. I thought they were great together. When Anvil went off on his own, it, it, it was garbage. The only thing that saved him was Owen. Yeah, uh, number five, the Dudleys. They won 21 tag titles. I knew they won a lot of them, but 21. Wow. Uh, 20 time, 21 time world tag team champions. Best hardcore, arguably best team of all time. Consecutive 2000 2001 match of the year. Bubba Ray and Brother Devon have done it all. Kings of the WWE Tag Team uh, catchphrases, Devon get the tables, reigning ECW, Japan, WWE, and TNA. Kings of Hardcore can put on one hell of a match, keep you on the edge of your seat, doing all the best tag team finisher, the 3D. What are your thoughts on the Dudley boys um, back in the day? Um, from WWE standpoint, I loved them. Uh the, it, it was weird for me because I, I never really used to watch ECW, so I went back and watched their documentary and stuff, and then I, I learned more about them. So I think I think it was great, uh, you know, gimmick. Yeah. They were great, great performers, great team. Uh, I'm trying to think of what what happened throughout the whole uh, process of them coming up. I know they came up as a tag team. Bubba Ray did the stutter thing, and then he just dropped it. That was weird. But then I remember, I don't know what happened when, wasn't it like uh, fucking Devon became like some preacher guy, and then that's when they brought yeah. in Batista? What? What? Yeah. I don't know what happened in that part of their career. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I mean, Bubba Ray was a good singles wrestler, too, when he was in yeah. TNA. Well, yeah, well, of course, everyone knows my favorite Bubba Ray moment in TNA is when he laid himself on a table yeah. after a twist of fate. <laughs> wow. Bubba Ray, get the taking table. A nap. <laughs> yeah, taking a nap on a table. I don't know what yeah. the fuck that was. Number four is a surprise. D-Generation X, they won zero tag titles, but uh, basically the pairing of Triple H and Shawn Michaels put on a lot of great skits, so basically they didn't need the titles. So basically, just taking their world titles alone made them a great tag team. So there we go. But uh, yeah, surprisingly, not winning a tag title puts them on the list at number four. As great teams, uh, definitely a great group, uh, along with Road Dog and Jesse James back in the day. What are your thoughts on uh, D Generation X, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H at number four? I, I think they're only on the list that high because of the names that were, you know, their names. Yeah. I would I would swap them out and put uh, the New Age Outlaws in there before them. Before them. Because yeah, they, how, many times did, how many times did the New Age Outlaws have the titles? Four or uh, five? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I didn't see on their list. It, didn't, it just said the number. 
Uh, Hardy Boys, uh, number three, they won eight tag team titles. Uh, so there we go. Um, what are your thoughts on the Hardy Boys at number three? Yeah, I mean, they they changed wrestling. They, them, I mean, them, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian with those TLC yeah. matches and ladder matches. I think I think that's exactly what the WWE needed at that at that time. Um, great gimmick. I mean, they have their their split. Great singles wrestlers on their own. So I mean, great talent. I I, I liked the Hardys as a tag team. I'm glad that they're back. Right now, you know. Yeah, number two, Road Warriors. They won eleven tag team titles, basically Hawk and Animal. Uh tag team of the year in nineteen eighty two, eighty four, eighty five, feud of the year in nineteen eighty seven, with the superpowers versus the four horsemen. Also named one number one tag team of all time. So there we go. Uh Road Warriors at number two. What are your thoughts on the Road Warriors on number two on the list? I, they deserve to be there. I mean, that was, they were they, they were all about power. They I don't know, they were they were like an attraction. To me, they were they were like Lesnar almost. You know, everyone wants to see them. They great talent. Yeah. They, I don't I don't even know how to explain them. They're just they were I loved watching them. They were different. They set themselves apart from from everyone else. Yeah, number one is a surprise to me. The Outsiders, they won six titles, uh, Hall and Nash, basically. The Outsiders creating the NWO. Um, so there we go, Outsiders at number one. Um, I don't know about being a number one tag team of all time, but definitely they started and created the, probably the greatest wrestling angle in the 90s, uh, NWO. Um, so maybe that's why they got a bump. Because creating the angle of the NWO, but uh, what are your thoughts on the Outsiders uh, being number one? Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that they should be at number one. Yeah. By all. I mean, if you're going by names together, if we're li- looking at this list, why weren't the Brothers of Destruction on this list? Yeah, if if you know what well, I mean. They might have like, been on another list. They might have been a top thirty list or a top twenty. You know, right. they might have been on. You know, I don't know. So. I mean, were were Hall and Nash really that much of a tag team though, or they were just like, you know, well, two no, they guys? Teamed, they teamed quite a bit, and when they first started. Oh okay. So. Um, I got another list, but I don't know if I want to read this list because I I saw one guy on the list and wanted to make me vomit, so. There we go. Oh. God. Greatest wrestlers of all time. Top ten list. Okay. <clears throat> Listen to this crap. We'll start with number one, The Undertaker. Okay. Undertaker is not the greatest wrestler of all time. He's probably the greatest character of all time ever created by Vince McMahon, but definitely not wrestler of all time. So that's bullshit right there. Uh, number two, Steve Austin. Great character, too, but I'm not listing him really as a wrestler. So good character. Number three, The Rock. I'll go with that. Um, I would put Shawn Michaels number one, but he's at number four because wrestling-wise. I mean, yeah. Number five is John Cena. So whoever wrote this can fuck off because that's bullshit. 
Number six is the Shovel Master, Triple H, and he's actually holding a shovel in this picture. But like I said, he's not really. No, he is actually holding a shovel. Uh, but he's definitely not a great wrestler. I, I don't think he's a great wrestler. Hogan, number seven, iconic character, but he's not a great wrestler. Bret Hart's on the list at number eight. Randy Orton on the list at number nine. I'm fine with that. Rey Mysterio, I'm fine with that. So I'm fine with Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. The rest of these guys on here, they're not great wrestlers. So whoever wrote this fucking list is just full of fucking shit. Any list with Cena? Yeah, anyway. I would have put Benoit, Guerrero. Yeah, exactly. Jericho. Jericho, yeah, exactly. They're all technical wrestlers. They're they're like yeah. Hogan. Hogan was a joke. It's punches, shake your head, a leg drop. Yeah, that's exactly. it. A body Not a wrestler. You know, yeah. I think they're going by popularity more than they are, uh, you know, actual wrestling talent. So we got we go from the top ten best of all time to the top ten worst. Let me see. Uh, uh, maybe it was these fans who decided this. Let me see. Oh, it's it's on I yeah it's not even a list it's just com- okay here we go who the fuck is this guy okay this guy this guy wrote a list here top tens of wrestlers of all time who the fuck is this guy he wrote Jarrett number ten Orlando Jordan number nine Bastion Booger eight Undertaker seven that seventies guy Hornswoggle Nathan Joe Outback Jet Stomper and X Pac number one who the fuck wrote that list what That's an idiot. That, yeah, best of all time. Bastion. Bastion Boger. You know, you know what else makes me mad? How come the British Bulldogs weren't on that tag team list? That, yeah, there you go. You know, they should have been up there. You know what? I don't, think they were, I don't think they performed that many times. They weren't really together. It was only a couple of years because uh, Dynamite Kid got really injured, I think in like 86, 87. So, um Oh, wait, here we go. Top 10 overrated wrestlers of all time. Let me see this list. Oh, God. Oh, God. I see Batista's face on it. This is from com. so let me see what they got. Um, Let me see. God damn, can you? Okay, they got number 10. They got Biggie Langston. He's overrated. Okay. Um, Number 9, Jeff Hardy. Okay. I'm I'm not agreeing with the first two at number 9. Definitely Langston's not overrated. Kevin Nash, yeah, you can make a case for him being overrated, but, yeah. I mean, not like top 10-wise. He's probably like in the top 20, upper 20s, or 18, 19, because he was just a big guy. But, you know, he put some good matches on, too. He, he wasn't always carried by guys, Hart. too. So. Yeah, him and, him and Bret Hart and him and Shawn Michaels, those were good matches. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ahmed Johnson had number seven. Uh, Brock Lesnar overrated number six. What the fuck? Brock Lesnar overrated. Batista number five. Uh, if Cena's not on this list, I'm gonna be pissed. Number four is Lex Luger. <laughs> the Lex Express. What a fucking disaster that was. Psycho Sid overrated. Yeah. Scott Steiner number two. Man, somebody didn't. Well, I don't know who wrote this fucking. Who's number one? Goldberg. Overrated. So this guy wasn't a WCW guy. He put Goldberg as overrated. I mean, I would agree Goldberg was overrated. He was a name, you know, and stuff like that. But, you know, come on. The guy well, they, uh, they made, made, his, made his market the, money night war, so. 
He was in the right place at the right time. He was kind of like Hulk Hogan, you know? Right place, right yeah. time. The streak, the streak is what made him overrated. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? So because and it was like what John would say on the show, too. He would wrestle on Monday Nitro. He'd be 60-0. They come back the following week on Nitro. He's like 82-0. He fought like 22 matches in seven days. It's like, yeah. what? The, the, the streak is what made him overrated, but the streak is what WCW needed at that time yeah. for them to get the ratings over WWE. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, either, either way, it, it it worked out, whatever. Um, so, I, I mean, I can see where you're saying Nash, top 20. Goldberg, yeah, overrated, but he, I don't think he was a bad wrestler. I don't think he was, like, horrible. I mean, some of his matches were, but he was a name. Yeah. Uh, everyone else on that list. I mean, Ahmed Johnson, I, I don't I don't even know how many Ahmed Johnson fans there were out there, so I don't know why he'd stay overrated. His career didn't even last that long. Anyway, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Cena should be on there. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's this one? Top ten worst pro wrestling title changes of all time. Um, number one, forfeited titles don't count. Uh, Shawn Michaels basically forfeiting the title, uh, money in the bank title, I don't know, whatever. Uh, number two was Bob Backlund and Bret Hart, basically. Bob Backlund winning it at the Survivor Series and then a couple days later losing it and to uh, Kevin Nash, Diesel, basically, Mass Square Garden. Um, let me see. Number three out of the 11 was Jimmy Hart turning on his back on Hulk Hogan. The dun- uh, the Giant winning the title uh, via disqualification. Luger joining the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. And, uh, yeah, the Giant surviving a fall off the arena, and then we didn't find out what happened. Uh, Hogan, uh, WrestleMania four helping Savage win the title. Oh, no, actually, what was it WrestleMania 9? What the hell are you talking about WrestleMania 9? Oh, WrestleMania 9. I'm talking about the uh, Bret Hart situation and shit like that with uh, Hogan and Bret Hart and shit, Yokozuna, and stuff like that. Uh, number five, First Blood uh, Steel Cage match. Um, whatever. What else we had here? I don't know. This list is fucking bullshit anyways. I really don't care. Yeah, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Um... Probably the biggest stupid title change of all time was WCW, David Arquette winning the title. That was so fucking stupid, having that guy win the title. But uh, it tells you how bad uh, WCW was on their final years. So, any thoughts on, like, bad title changes back in the day? Um, Yeah, there was, there was definitely some bad ones. I mean, the Yokozuna, Hulk Hogan coming out. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I guess it gave the crowd a good, you know, it, they Go wanted home something. Feel. Yeah, but um, I don't know. There was yeah, the Arquette thing was definitely stupid. I remember that. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. I I'm just so to, to be honest, I don't even care. I'm just so sick of the flip flopping so quick of the titles, like. Some of these we we've talked about it before. Some of these people are going to be like fifty-time champions by the time they're done. Well, Charlotte Especially she's going to break her dad's record. Probably yeah. But Charlotte, it's, I got to say, Sasha and Charlotte put on great matches when they yeah. when they go against each other. 
You know, that yep. feud where they were flopping it back and forth. I don't agree that it should have been so soon. I just, if I'm going to pick a duo to go against each other in a wrestling match for the women, I yeah. would, they they were good. I mean, I'd like to see Asuka versus Charlotte. That would be something I'd like to see. I wish Asuka was going to SmackDown, but she's going to Raw, which is fine. At least she's finally up on the main roster. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, anyway, so that's basically it for the top ten list and shit like that. Just really nothing good on top ten list. Um, let me get your thoughts on this. This story broke a couple of days ago over the weekend. I was talking to you about it off the air. Well, send you a text message. Um, WWE's doing a special house show a couple of days after Survivor Series in Greensboro, North Carolina or South Carolina, whatever the fuck it is. One of the Carolinas. Um, they're going to do a Starcade show. So they're bringing back the old WCW concept Starcade. They're doing a double steel cage match, like main event. Uh, do you think Starcade special match thing, uh, should it be on the network? Give it a special feel? I think so. Chris said it should. Um, and if that's the case, do you think they should bring back old WCW concepts? We talked about it before. World War Three, Halloween Havoc, uh, War Games. Um, what are your What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I I like it. I like the idea of it. I mean, they did bash WWE did bash at the beach. Yeah, bash at the beach. Yep. So I mean, why not take some of those concepts and get rid of some of these other stupid ones and and do stuff like that? I mean, get rid of your fucking. What what are some stupid like back, get rid of your backlash and the, you know no mercy, put some of these old school WCW events in and keep like the main ones. You always you're always going to have your Survivor Series, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. Put some of these old school WCW ones in and then keep your money in the bank in your Hell in a Cell. You know, yeah. and that that's what I would do and just keep those those main ones, and then, yeah, I would love to see them come back with with uh, some of those concepts. And I think anything major like that should be on the network. And not only that, especially if it's going to be in Carolina, if Flair is healthy, you know he's going to show up. Oh, yeah, of course. So that so that would be perfect to put on, t- on the network. I would put Sting you know, in the rafters, too. <laughs> put Sting dude, in the I rafters. Crazy. I mean, I really don't remember. I, I remember some of the old-school WCW pay-per-views. I know I can go back on the network and look at them. I, I just don't remember some of the concepts. I remember, I don't know, I mean the names for the concepts. I remember the three K, three rings that were put together. Yeah, World War Three. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, uh, what else did they have? Starcade was didn't they have Starcade. one with cages? Yeah. Um, oh so, yeah. I mean, uh, War games. War games match with two cages. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, you can you can do so much with it. I think it would you know give a boost to wrestling fans because like we've always talked about these you know kids. My son is seven. He's he doesn't know about the stuff we grew up to. When when I make him dinner, he you know, we like to sit down. Well, you've been to the house. You know, we sit at the coffee table and we eat and we watch TV. And he's like, Dad, put on old school wrestling. And I put on all the old stuff so he knows, like, what we grew up to. So, you know, he's always up to date. I mean, for these young fans, 
Maybe some of them have have the network. Maybe yeah. they don't. But I think it would be more interesting. And I also think it might be a good uh, trigger pull for people to actually get the network. You know, even yeah. just try it out. You get your free month if you make a awesome pay per view that has an old school feel. Maybe they'll maybe they'll order the network. Now, what the hell is this story I'm reading right here? Basically, uh, WWE taking heat for Jinder Mahal's promo. Basically, Jinder Mahal saying he always looks the same, referring to him as Mr. Miyagi. Oh, um, no. He was making fun of because how Chinese people speak and Japanese people speak. Yeah. They, they were taking it as he, they, he was making fun of Nakamura. So they're making it like racism and shit. Give me a break. Yeah. People I don't know. I, I all saw, the fucking time. I saw a list earlier, oh, and I did. Yeah. I did. I didn't save it or or send it to you. It, I was looking for it, and they like a list of uh, like seven people who are loyal to WWE, and like seven yeah. that aren't. Yeah, you know, and, like people who wouldn't mind leaving, and it was like Rollins isn't loyal, Ziggler's not loyal. Um, I think they said Nakamura's not loyal. Oh, I mean, and, uh... Oh, yeah, I think we saw that. I saw that list before. I think you sent that meme before. Or who might be leaving, who might be staying. Basically something like that. Uh, Paige's WWE return update and which brand she might be joining. Oh, my God, Paige. She's still alive. Uh, Paige started training at the WWE Performance <laughs> Center on Monday. She looks for, for, forward to returning the ring for the WWE. Uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter knows Paige will receive the full clearance to return. She's just getting back in the ring shape. The former world champion has been out for one year after having neck surgery. Word is officials have storyline for Paige return. It will be for the SmackDown brand. Uh, tweeted on Wednesday after three-day training at the Performance Center. Having so much at WWE Performance Center, day three down. Love the spark for wrestling. Rode back to my house. Okay, there we go. Good thing Paige is uh, getting back in the ring. Uh, definitely getting away from Alberto Del Rio, so he can't beat her. So there we go. He's going to win the front row when she wrestles. <laughs> I know. She was wearing a mask. She was wearing a fucking lucha mask. At Del Rio's match in TNA, like we didn't know who it was her, because even the fucking help, seat where she was sitting had her name on it, her real fucking name. Happened. You can't tell the pale white skin. <laughs> like, um, speaking of, they should have made her sister Abigail. They, they yeah, really no, that would have been that would have been good. Her or Daphne from WCW back in the day, even though she's older, um, she would have been perfect too. Nikki Cross would have been perfect. Nikki Cross would have been good, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyways, uh, Dolph Ziggler basically was getting a lot of CM Punk chants on Tuesday. I think we're going to get the CM Punk thing. Um, <sighs> WWE Raw or WWE doing some uh, house shows in Michigan in October, like the first week. I think it's like October 9th, 7th, 8th, 9th, whatever around there. In Michigan, so they'll be in the area. It didn't say where SmackDown is going to be that following Tuesday, but if they're in the area of the Chicago, Illinois area, I think we're going to get Ziegler doing CM Punk. I would fucking do it just to troll the fucking fans, you know. But uh, anyways, we'll see what happens. Uh, it, it's just a waste of character for Ziegler. He he needs to go. Uh, go to New Japan. Go to Ring of Honor. 
Um, I guess word broke too the other day that Dolph Ziggler's brother is getting 15 years in jail. I guess yeah, it's for mur- for murder or some shit. So that's yeah, murder or something. yeah, I saw that. So, anyways, but uh, that's basically it. Uh, nothing really else. I can't really find anything else on uh, wrestling to talk about. No, I um, haven't seen. Oh, yeah, I was talking to Chris about the Bobby Heenan thing. I hope WWE makes like a two-hour like WWE special on the network about Bobby Heenan. Uh, look back on his career and shit. I think it'll be kind of hey. cool. So, they have one. Oh, they do have one. Oh, okay. All right, good. So, it's, it's pretty old. It's I, oh, I was old actually one. looking. Oh, okay. Well, well maybe an I updated mean, one. Yeah, maybe an updated one with some interviews or something with some of the you know guys talking about them. Almost like a tribute thing. Well, that's what this is. They do have interviews and stuff on this one, but maybe more of like a tribute one. Yeah. You know, like, but uh, yeah, this one they have one now that's the biography of him. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, but they did two on Batista. So I mean, why not do you? I mean, you could do another one. There's yeah. The last one that was loaded up to the network was the Scott Hall one. Didn't we? Didn't you watch that with me when you came over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last one, but now they have one out on Kevin Owens, uh, another person, and someone else. Oh, DDP, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but it they're they're good. I mean, it's nice to know what these people did or went through. The the interviews are pretty good. Yeah. But I don't oh, know. here oh, we go. Um, I love this guy. Back from the top tens. Top ten worst wrestlers of all time. Whoever made this one, I'm definitely going to sign up to them. This guy is Logan Ruckman Man. Lo- yeah, Logan Ruckman Man Man. Uh, worst wrestlers of all time. Number one, he put John Cena. There we go. I like this guy already. Number two, he has Hornswoggle. Good pick there. Number three, Ray Kali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Ray Kali. That's another good pick. Uh, number four, he has Hulk Hogan. Number five, Bastion Booger. Number six, uh, what was it? Who's number six? It went by so fucking quick. I hit it. Uh, Shockmaster. Shockmaster. Shockmaster, yep. Uh, number seven, <laughs> Eugene. Number eight, uh, Giant Gonzalez. Number nine, Santino Morella. And number 10, Adrian Adonis. So, I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, he was bad, but at least uh, Adrian Adonis was an interesting character. So I like his top ten list. It actually makes sense. Uh, Cena definitely in that number one. Um, I mean, no, actually, I mean, I I shouldn't really shit on Cena. I would put Cena at, like, number three. got to put Greg Cowley as number one or Hornswoggle at one and two, whatever. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, at least he has a couple maneuvers. Greg, Greg Cowley's a fucking, a fucking ro- stiff robot. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. Head. Anyway, uh, that's a good top ten list, huh? Ch- chop, chop to the head and the headbutt. That's all he that's did. That's it. Yeah, he didn't even do like a body slam or anything. No, uh, I think maybe he gave a boot to someone once or twice. <laughs> I don't know. It was yeah. Bad. Uh, they got the top ten TNA wrestlers of all time. AJ Styles, yeah. AJ Styles number one. Hardy, Jeff Hardy number two. Kurt Angle three. Bobby Roode four. Sting five. Samoa Joe six. Austin Aries seven. James Storm eight. Abyss nine. 
And uh, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, I don't know, Mahanar Sherry, some Indian guy. And I don't remember him in TNA. I don't know, but uh, anyways, pretty good list there. So that wasn't bad. I like these guys making these lists. He's actually good. Oh, wait, here we go. This is one I want to read right here. This is this will be an interesting one right here. Top 10 WWE matches John Cena should have lost. Number one on the list should have definitely happened. Uh, basically, him, his team against Team Nexus at SummerSlam 2010. Uh, Nexus was a hot angle, and fucking Cena just buried it. Even Chris Jericho and Edge said that we should lose, let them win. But, you know, and Cena said after the fact that, yeah, they should have gone over. But, of course he would after the fact. Uh, number two, him against Bray Wyatt, he should have lost at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, um, definitely seen that. Bray should have went over. Number three, this is without a doubt should have happened. Uh, Cena versus Damien Sandow, the fucking one-armed man cashing in his briefcase, Damien Sandow. And fucking Sandow losing to the one-armed man, John Cena. That was a fucking mistake. Remember that shit? Sandow versus Cena? That was a fucking joke. Yeah, that was so stupid. Sandow was yeah. a, was used poorly. I did like his gimmick with uh, The Miz, though. You know, the oh, stunt yeah. double thing. That was getting over pretty well. I laughed my ass off with that Sandow stunt double shit. Did he himself, didn't he throw himself out of the Royal Rumble or Battle Royal? Out of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. He do like fucking cartwheel or fall down or choke himself. <laughs> I don't know, some shit. Uh, number four, him against CM Punk on a Raw, number uh, February 25th, uh, 2013. Uh, him against Brock Lesnar, Extreme Rules. Yeah, Cena should have lost that fucking match. Uh, way to kill Brock Lesnar's return. Uh, number six versus Jer- Chris Jericho, Kane, Big Show versus Miz, Money in the Bank 2012. 2013 Royal Rumble match, he should have lost. Uh, Baron Corbin, he should have lost at SummerSlam 2017. Um, Alberto Del Rio, Knight of Champions 2011. And Kevin Owens, Battleground 2015. Um, even in that promo, he said he put guys over like AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. Um, no, Kevin Owens lost the feud. To you, fucking Cena. What a fucking idiot. So, there we go. Um, yeah. So, I pretty much in agreement with that list, too. But, yeah, the number one on the list, definitely, the Nexus. He really fucking just killed the Nexus and the whole Damien Sandow thing. That was so fucking stupid. I remember watching that match. I'm saying, oh, my God, Sandow's going to beat Cena. It's perfect. Cena's injured. He can take a time off, sell his injury. No. We'll have Superman win. Um... Also, too, another match that Cena should have lost, too, was big uh, Mark Henry. Mark Henry doing that big retirement speech for the world title, and then they had a match, and then, boom, Cena beats him. Um, that's one match that he should have lost, too, I thought. That was a good angle by uh, uh, Mark Henry. Cutting that promo like he's going to retire. And he's like, I got plenty left in the tank. And uh, there we go. So that's basically it. Uh, any thoughts on that list with Cena? Top 10? Nope, I hate him. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you got to be in agreement about the Mark Henry situation. That sh- that should have happened. Mark Henry, so, yeah, absolutely. That no, was one of the biggest mistakes they ever made, not letting Henry win the title. Um, all right, uh, anything you want to talk about, or you're pretty much all set? Uh, I don't know. How are the How are the Yankees doing? They're doing good. They're pretty much clinched the playoff spot. They'll probably have home field 
for the, the one-game playoff. Um, Red Sox keep winning, so they can't catch them. The only hope the Yankees got is the Red Sox play the last four games against Houston, but Houston will probably rest their players, so I don't think the Yankees are going to catch games for that. So it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll, they'll get in. They'll probably play the Twins, unless they blow it, or the Angels, and they'll probably win. And then they'll play Houston in the first round, and then whatever. Anything after that is free money. So if they win, they win. If they don't, oh, well. They weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. So and that's the Giants true. fucking suck. So there we yeah. go. <laughs> that's a, that's the funny thing. Like I do the fantasy football, and all these guys they they don't get it, but they pick all these players like so fast, like Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, you know. And I'm just like, you know what's gonna happen is when we do our playoffs for fantasy, the team is really gonna bench them, so they're not even gonna be available for you to play them. And no, I know. Scoop up the good shit, you know, and and I've been smoking it the past two weeks. I know it's only been two weeks, but it's like I take the the players, the the best players on like the mediocre teams. Yeah, you know, and it it always works for me. I've never placed lower than like third place. Oh, I looked so. it up. It was in the paper today. The Hartford Current. Um, the wake service is on Monday. Uh, in Plainville, at Bailey's funeral home for Ted Christopher. The funeral's uh, Tuesday at uh, St. Matthew's in Bristol. So oh, I might okay. go to the funeral thing because I won't be around on Monday. So there we go. But, uh, yeah, you know, I sent a message to Quinn on uh, Facebook. So it's just, yeah, it just sucks what happened. Yeah. Crazy. So. Yeah, you know, it is. I feel bad. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, as soon as my girlfriend told me at the casino, like, a, play, uh, play, a race car driver from Plainville died, I knew, like, that was the only one I really knew. I knew it was one other guy that was from Plainville, but that was the one I knew. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, I was like, damn. I knew, like, right yeah. away. But, uh, all right, man. Um, enjoy uh, football, whatever, Sunday and whatever. And uh, I'll talk to you. There's a game tonight. Oh, who's playing tonight? 49ers and the... Uh... Rams. Like I said, who's playing tonight? Nobody. They suck. Four and a half suck. I would watch paint dry. They stink. Right. And, uh, <laughs> they said the ratings are down for the NFL, too. So it's not just wrestling that's getting bad ratings. Fucking pro football's getting bad ratings and shit like that. So I'll probably watch to... hockey. I'll watch did hockey tonight. You... Chicago's playing Detroit tonight. So. Did you. Did you. Uh... Go down and you said you made your picks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made my picks. Um, How did you do last week? I don't know. I didn't really look. I didn't look at the Mohegan Sun. I didn't go to Mohegan to make my picks this week, so I didn't look. Um, I think I did pretty good. I think I lost like three games. Um, the Redskins game I lost. The Giants game I lost. I think I, I think I may have lost four games. Yeah, I remember us talking about it. I just didn't know if you checked it. Yeah, no, you can did show you what position you are, but I didn't make the picks for this Sunday. Um, what I got this week? I got Baltimore winning over Jacksonville. I got the Dickheads, Denver Dickheads beating Buffalo. I got Pittsburgh beating the Bears. I got Atlanta beating Detroit, though I don't know. That one might be a little tricky. That's gonna be, yeah, that one's going to be a that may, point. That might be a little too tough. I don't know. I got the Colts beating the Browns because of the fucking Browns. Um... I think I got Minnesota winning. I got New England winning, the Patriots. I got Miami beating the Jets because the Jets suck. I got the Giants winning, even though they fucking suck. 
Um, I got Carolina winning. I almost picked the. I was almost going to pick the Saints, but I'm going to go with Carolina. It's in Carolina. I got Seattle winning. I got the Packers winning. Uh, I got. I think I got the Chiefs winning over the the thing. Uh, Los Angeles, the uh, the, the Chargers, and I think I got Oakland over the Washington Redskins. Yeah. And I think I got Arizona over Dallas, but I think I should have put Dallas. But no. Is it State over Arizona? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I'm not a big football guy, so. No, I don't want to help you. Seattle is iffy. I don't know who they're playing, but they they haven't even scored a touchdown this year yet. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know. I saw the. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So we'll see. All right, man, I'll talk to you. Um, yeah, I ain't going to do any more shows the rest of the week. I might do a review on uh, No Mercy on uh, – oh, no, I can't do a review. I'll just wait till Wednesday to do it because I won't be around Monday because of the hockey yeah, game. Yeah, just, so. just do like well, – you can do like two. We'll do like a Ross – do a No Mercy review, and then like maybe on Thursday we'll do a Raw and SmackDown review. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. Wednesday I'll do a show here on Talks. You're talking about No Mercy – Maybe go over a wall and smack down on here quick and just uh, do a review on thing on a blog talk, just talking raw smack down. All right. All right. I'll talk to you, buddy. Take care. All right. I want to thank Justin for calling in. Everyone out there, take care. This is Nate for Inside Wrestling. Sorry, everybody. Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.